0: All right, You want to do the
1: song or what? no such thing as no art. Thing art.
0: No such thing
1: as art. No such thing as art. here we are oh hello, hello. The, um episode no such, three yep episode three of no such thing as art we made it we did Number i wonder three. if anybody's still listening <laughs> are you
0: listening are you still there
1: all right so first off uh we like talking about some local experiences we go and do um this one is a little bit further away but in green bay i actually went and threw some axes oh you did yeah yep it was uh i got asked by a friend to join her and uh
0: did you do different like did you throw different styles I, of blades?
1: Um no it was just one type of blade it was just like a hatchet but like uh I threw different ways like I tried to hand it over my head one hand kind of more Did you off do like the, the granny like from-, from the granny like yeah the <laughs> granny shot <laughs> <laughs> Who used to? Sh- uh, there was an NBA player that used to shoot that way, at free throws. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I just remember being a kid. How embarrassing! That. I know, right? Like, it's like, but he would hit it. Like, like how he- we- You
0: call yourself a professional? Yeah,
1: uh, that's. It that is what it is. Um, <laughs> so, what about these blades? The blades. It was fun. So basically, the idea is you, you go and you almost throw them like darts. Okay. And like, you count up your points and stuff for certain things. They had uh, this. Uh, if you threw them it was like the fifth and tenth turn you had to yell headshot um for this like zombie game they had that was basically bowling like you keeping track of points like bowling would be Uh uh-huh but uh or golf i guess whatever like but you just you had to hit these two little red spots that were smaller actually than the uh than uh what do you call it the bullseye oh yeah okay yeah did you hit them I did not. You're no. not an ace. I just like screaming out headshots. You shot. weren't like
0: picking apples off people's heads with them or nothing? No.
1: I eventually I think if I go again. No, actually I was lucky <laughs> if I uh give it another shot. Yeah. That's I think good. I got it down now. That's good,
0: good. Good to have that confidence. Yeah. That's cool. So uh what else you got? What else you got to talk about? Um I got some beer here. Ooh, we should we try we it? Sort of like beer. What kind of beer do you have?
1: Um I picked it up from my local uh, cigar or cigarette outlet, tobacco outlet. (laughs) That place. (laughs) It's called Third Space Brewing. Okay. Happy place. Where are they from? Uh, Milwaukee. Here I got a Midwest pale ale, huh? Yeah, brewed and canned by Third Space Brewing. So, fifteen oh five West Saint Paul Avenue in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
0: Midwest pale ale is like a. Pale ale with a stick of butter melted in it. Yeah, that's. I like I'm it. guessing so that would be. <laughs> this cool. is my style.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're you're all about the IPAs, huh, Ross?
1: Yeah, I, well, and that's when I went to, when I went to Tobacco. All, that's all they really had there was IPAs. But yeah, I do. I, I Ugh, like my IPAs. Tastes like an show. IPA. It's it's <laughs> it's thicker. It's one of those things after eating, like. It 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 goes down a lot heavier. But like if, if I you- like
0: sparkling water, I would drink this. It tastes like a uh, grapefruit, clearly Canadian or whatever the hell you call it. Oh
1: wow, yeah, definitely grapefruit.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan.
1: Um, you, are, you want you <laughs> want
0: Ross? You got two of them.
1: All right, sounds good.
0: I don't like grapefruit flavored anything.
1: I I don't mind grapefruit. It's it's got a bitterness to it, but I like I I, I like bitter. Something about it makes well, you just realize how how to enjoy the good things in life when you have to endure something so bitter
0: all right I'm glad you're very passionate about great friends, right? <laughs> we all gotta be we, right. we <laughs> all gotta believe in something right, <laughs> right yeah. just all right well so with a lot of events or all events being cancelled until further notice uh I kind of looked up a few different things to do uh, while well, everybody's kind of on quarantine, social distancing, lockdown, let's, all that fun let's stuff. Let's hear what they are. Uh, so one of my buddies from here uh, lives in the Bay Area out in San Francisco. He started a website um, called baystreaming.com. Uh, so for right now, they're live streaming uh, a lot of DJ sets uh, while well, the whole state's on lockdown. So that's pretty cool. Um Billboard.com has an entire list that's constantly updating uh, of live streams of virtual concerts that people are doing. has links to all the different platforms that you can tune in on. A lot of zoos and aquariums are um, putting up live feeds to the animal enclosures.
1: Yeah, virtual tours and stuff, too, I've been hearing in places. Yeah,
0: um, there's uh, streaming theatrical performances from larger production companies around, um, actually around the whole world. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of... Um, a lot of arts and culture stuff is being live streamed from Australia right now. Um, and then tons and tons of music and, and live comedy. Um, there's a social distancing festival that you can check out online. They have, uh, live streams and feeds, uh, performing, performing arts and concerts from all over the world. I know that Hulu and Netflix made a lot of series and, uh, episodes and shows available
1: uh releasing them early and stuff yeah because of this actually there's a lot of like theater movies that like they're releasing early because well you can't go out to the theaters so yeah right here you go watch them yeah
0: so a lot of people are really trying to be an active part in uh providing a lot of entertainment and things to do uh i know that nasa also made available their entire online photograph catalog uh so i imagine some of that's pretty cool to look at so there's things you can check out.
1: Yeah, I, I. Please keep supporting your local businesses, guys. I mean, that's right now. It's it's a hard time for them, and uh, I mean, just like going and getting stuff to eat at your the bars that still have their uh, their kitchens open and everything. Yeah, definitely
0: support them while you can. We uh, while we still have the uh, opportunity to do so.
1: I think uh, like we just ate Tom's. That was good.
0: Tom's was good.
1: I I enjoy Tom's a lot. That's uh, We threw
0: down on uh, some uh some steak sandwiches from the grog oh, last I night. I love those steak sandwiches. Yeah, that's that pretty uh, uh, pretty
1: pretty excellent. My favorite thing about those is they come they come and the steak is laid out and you have enough room to fold the steak right over right back onto the burger. Or you yeah, can let it hang huge. out like both I don't know anybody that would ever do that. Just let not, it hang out? Let it just hang out.
0: I've seen a lot of people like rip off the side and then just eat it with their fingers all what? savagely. Yeah. I've seen it a couple times now.
1: Yeah. Savage is a good word. Let out of towners. Yeah. They don't know. They don't yeah. know what it's like here.
0: Yep. They'll learn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, let's see here. Where are we at? What's going Nothing on? Nothing being over. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... And we didn't really. We didn't get a chance to pick anything up for food besides Tom's, and I don't want... You guys have eaten at Tom's. You know what it tastes like. It's amazing. All right, so anyways...
0: They give you, like, two pounds of French fries, man. Yeah,
1: dude, seriously. Like, why so many French fries? Like, I got a medium, and, like, it comes, and it's, like... It's seriously like a garbage bag full of French fries. Like, I don't know how to... (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, let's uh, roll it out to our guests. We have, uh... A local comedian with us here. Uh, Who's
0: on today, Ross?
1: Tyler <laughs> Sitar Welcome, Tyler. All right. Welcome, welcome. Well, thank you for having me. I mean, not welcome. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, He's we're welcome to all of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you're
0: welcome, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being here, man. So, um, what do you do?
2: Um, for for life, I uh, I'm trying to become a Amish with the internet. That's my goal. Right now. <laughs> I want to live in the woods and then just. Run to the city on weekends and do comedy shows, maybe shower at the hotel.
0: Nice. And then go back to the woods. Yeah. That sounds like a decent life. Yeah, right? Very. So what about for fun? You uh, you do comedy, huh? Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to
2: make it for not fun. I'm t- my goal is to do so much comedy that I get really sick of it and bitter and just like begrudgingly accept a check every week. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like it. That's a good disposition. <laughs> um, how long you been doing it?
2: I've been doing comedy for like seven years now. Um, Wow. It's probably the last two years I've been doing shows, multiple shows every week. Okay. So it's been stepping up a lot recently. Awesome. Of course, then this social distancing goes down, puts a halt on everything.
0: Right, but you guys kind of
1: counterpunched that recently here, right? Yeah, you just did uh, um, one of those uh, Facebook Live events, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, making it work. I did uh, both the Google Hangouts. Multiple comic video that we did uh, Just from our houses And then we also did on Friday night uh, The back lot we went in Oshkosh uh, There was actually 10 of us there So we were skirting the line uh, But then we <laughs> all did a live broadcast show from there And it was fantastic That's went awesome really well. Very
0: cool Yeah Yeah it's cool to see a lot of people really um, Not just quitting you know Yeah, uh, yeah
2: You're going to see a lot of bad shows come out of this <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's good. That's why we watch it. It's creative though. I when I saw that and like how quickly those like that came up, like, hey, let's let's put online shows on. And it was within days of kind of the whole social distancing thing. So you know, it wasn't like we were starved for the entertainment, but knowing that this is people will be, you know. Well and, and, and with all the information
0: and and news that people are taking in and the seriousness you know, it's good to have an outlet to laugh, you know, that helps kind of keep your sanity and your wits about you. Yeah, you, you got to laugh.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, laughing's pretty <laughs> contagious, <laughs> right? Laughing's pretty contagious. They say it's a good medicine for something.
1: It's, uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what got you started into comedy in the first place?
2: Um, well, I... <laughs> Uh, random st- I do remember I, wa- I dressed up as a clown in kindergarten and convinced my teacher that I could <laughs> do an act before the class uh-huh. <laughs> And uh, I actually got laughs, I did get laughs But then I, uh, I don't know, I just, um, I used to watch stand-up comedy okay. And then I never realized that like those were regular people too, that anybody could just try to be a comic yeah. Until one day I walked past this bar that had an open mic in Madison And so then I went and watched and they were mostly terrible And so I could, I figured like I can do that. Like I won't be the worst person. Was kind of the, the mindset. So I was like, oh, let's try it, and it's addicting.
0: Yeah, awesome. That's cool, man. That's cool to hear. Uh, Definitely have heard that from a few other comics we've talked to. Did you live down in Madison?
2: Yeah, state of. I moved right. uh, I was 19. I moved to Madison because I was a cook, chef.
0: Okay. Are you originally uh, from here?
2: Yeah, grew up in Freedom, Wisconsin. All right. We had tractor safety classes, so that tells you. We're, we're like literally over the PA, sign up. Like those signing up for tractor safety and directions of where to park your tractors.
0: That's awesome. That's quality material right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody has that experience, you know. They got to yeah. live vicariously through you. <laughs> yeah, that was honestly the
2: moment it dawned on me. I was from a small town. Like I knew I was small, but I was like, oh, that's bad. That's yeah. Like <laughs>
0: So how long were you down in medicine for then?
2: Uh, four years until my uh, inevitable divorce. Don't get married at 18. If you're young and listen to this, that's stupid. <laughs> you're going to change. Even if you both change into good people, you're going to change into different people. So yeah. don't be an idiot. Yeah. Not back anybody up either. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so then I moved I out of that to town. That. Moved okay. Moved from there to Milwaukee. And there was some open mind. My- no, I don't think I did any comedy in Milwaukee. I drank a lot of whiskey and ate frozen pizzas. That's about what I did uh, in Milwaukee yeah. too. The corner store next to my house knew me well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can, I can, uh, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah, for sure. So then you found your way back up here.
2: Yeah. Then I moved here, and then there was uh, now now defunct Comedy Quarter. They sold. <laughs> yeah, so I started doing the open mic Comedy Quarter. That, I wish I remember that owner's name because he was crazy. That's he I've so heard wild. that like from I, a few people. On a separate I interviewed for the kitchen position there and the whole time he's telling me I'm um, speaking of himself he's saying I'm the Gordon Ramsay of the Fox Valley. Oh no. And, nice. and he wanted me to come in he goes, I, "If if you don't make somebody cry, you're not working hard enough." And I like, well. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah, was so crazy. He was so I knew like Three seconds into that interview, I was not taking that job. <laughs> I need to be able to do comedy here, so I'm just yeah. not... Yeah, right. i mean, I'd be
1: oppressed. Yeah. <laughs> Most of your material is coming about actually working. There. Yeah, yeah, you can't do I that. <laughs> so uh, how old were you when you knew that you uh, wanted to commit a part of yourself and your passion uh, to doing stand-up? Uh,
2: let's see, I'm 34 now. I was probably 27 when I decided... Like I got a couple laughs, and then yeah. I saw there was other people that were making like part-time money doing comedy, and I was like, okay, I can at least scrape my way up to there. Yeah. So which I still quite haven't done. <laughs>
0: but close though, right? It's yeah, yeah. Rest. I'm getting there. It is. It feels you can like taste it.
2: I feel like I belong on stage. Like not that I'm the greatest or anything, but just that I don't feel like well, I'm. Uh, yeah, I belong up there. I get laughs like everybody else gets laughs. Right. Yeah. Well,
0: part of the process is is. Taking work, right? Taking everything mm-hmm. that comes your way and just hustling through it.
2: Yeah, the bowling alley turned out to be a great gig. I'm glad I took it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you
0: know, you learn what to do and what not to do, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, you know. And eventually you figure out your own style and your your, your voice and you and you're able to, to go forward with it.
2: I have I've scraped my way out of doing only disastrous bar shows, so that like there I'm at least getting audiences now. Yeah, right? level it's, that's leveling up, that's right? That's big time, big time. You can just do your material. And <laughs> it's then, smooth sailor from here on know, out. No. Yeah, at least if I bomb, it's my fault, not a <laughs> drunken Bob in the front. That's yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like you said, you uh, you're quite accustomed. to This you feel like you need to be on stage before you got into comedy. You actually. Uh, Gotten to music quite a bit, correct?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. But I was only—I was a part of a dorky cover band, and I knew it was dorky, and they didn't know it was dorky. <laughs> and, like so, it was weird. I was just in it for the party. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I used to leverage that. Like that was. Our last step break was me like, okay, what's everybody doing
0: afterwards? Like- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what uh, what do you play?
2: Bass. Oh, right on. I'm um, I'm moderately accurate or um, adequate. I will not mess up your song, but don't expect nothing special. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's uh, we actually just watched this thing. Uh, Mark Hoppus um, from Blink One Eighty Two has this video, and uh, it's him talking to bass players. And the it's Bass like, Players we- Association. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's all these, and he's like you need to quit being so boring up there on stage and he kind of runs through some of them and you need to move around and all this. And it's true. You see a lot of bass players, but both of you guys actually play bass. Yeah. I know. I remember seeing you, uh, when I was younger, and you always were a showman up there. Yeah, try to be more active. Yeah. He
0: cuts to a picture of himself jumping off a speaker stack, and he's like Look, like, "Look at this guy! <laughs> he <laughs> looks like he's having lots of fun." <laughs> yeah, I, I
2: mean, I tried, but like, you can only get so much hype for like playing Brown Eyed Girl for like yeah people. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And you feel bad too, because those Miss Midwest ladies—that's the time of their life. They're going right. to talk about it. We would give autographs. Like, <laughs> I didn't even write these songs. Nothing. I did that's Nothing. Sad. I played four root notes and drank a pitcher of beer in the back. Like, that
0: sounds like the life, man. It's
2: good money too. You do weddings; you put a suit on, and they'll pay you a lot. Yeah, it's well, way I'm a more money than suit comedy. Too. But being in a band's a lot of work. i just got to go by myself.
1: <laughs> well, and that's the, the whole thing with a band—is it's the more the more moving parts you have to anything the harder it is to organize and get everyone together and on the same page with stuff where comedy you're on your own kind of you can do your own thing and you can do that with music too like i i feel like like what i'm doing is kind of combining the two but i feel like it's I, i'm not i i'm like just all right at either one of them but when i combine the two like it makes it that little bit better that i don't know it's yeah. not <laughs> It's um. It makes. I feel like I got a cheat code almost when I do it because I feel like I. I you're preparing a crowd more with music because it's something they're accustomed to. Like, oh, this is. Music, well, it it holds
0: their attention longer yeah. too. You know, people have a short attention span to begin with.
2: Well, you. I think you have like the safety net of. There's still music playing. Yes. Exactly. At no point am I just standing up there making a flourish and they're staring at me. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um,
0: so. Okay, yeah, so...
2: Uh. Speaking of which, if you do an online show, do not pause where you think the people are going to be laughing. Just, no, Just I saw so many comics do that. It's death. Do not do that. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's like, you know, the, the, well, I, don't, I don't even I don't know how, even how to remember, describe it. I don't even remember
0: who it was, but he goes, was that... You guys... Are you laughing there? And he like, asked, but there's <laughs> no, you can't tell. Just move on. So maybe, maybe this is gonna be the comeback of the Whoa. old, uh, butts. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. That's, yeah. that's your cue, nice. guys. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: I would, I would think too. Like, if you, if you're confident enough, you get up there. When you do it, you like, oh, you, you thought that one was funny, huh? You know, like do shit like that where you actually are like playing with a crowd that isn't there though. Sure, right. But, like, yeah. I think like that would be funny. You know, like just. <laughs> Like, yeah. Listen to him. He's He likes that one. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> well, it's a video. Don't be afraid to stack 50 punchlines in a row if you have them. I mean, yeah. People can go back. If they think it's so funny, they'll go back and we'll watch go, it yeah, again. They're, right. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. It doesn't
1: have to be. Well, and that goes into your style. You you do pack a lot, like very oh, I like, quickly. And, I, and it's, I think that's your last per minute shows with that. Um, you have a really unique temple. And uh, especially for this area, you don't see a lot of the guys that, that do that as much. But uh, how were you able to find that tempo and that voice? Um,
2: by failing, mis- there was a time when I thought my jokes just alone were going to be funny enough, so I just stand up there and say them, and that does not work yeah. <laughs> at <laughs> all. Uh, I would I bombed for like three months probably trying to just read my material. I was like, "This is funny. This you know, I'm not witty. Uh, I need to be like a little bit amped up and crazy up there."
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, like I said, it's a, it's a good definitely change of pace, you know. Um, I think it's kind of common for comics to start out and have a slower tempo, but yours really just keeps them firing and keeps things moving you know and I think it it adds to kind of what you were talking about with the music up there it keeps things moving along you know um
2: part part of the part of the thing is just having the time. Like So if I can do 30 minutes and I'm only booked for an eight-minute show, I can just fire away as yeah. fast as I can and just try to bury everybody, which is what I'm doing. If you book me, I will bury you. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it used to be like if I had eight minutes, I had to say every single word that I had ever written on a page to get that eight-minute time. Sure. So now I just have a few more things that I can throw out here and there. Yeah, that's awesome. There, yeah, so. It's
0: nice to have a few more things in your arsenal, right? Things that you're confident that can go forward and work for you. So, uh, I guess, you know, who were some of your biggest influences when you were first getting started out, and I guess now even?
2: Uh, Super Deep Dive, the first comedy I remember seeing, I was... The first time I was allowed to stay home by myself on New Year's Eve <laughs> at my at my house, and I saw Kathy Griffin doing stand up comedy on some weird New Year's Eve show. <laughs> and it blew my mind to hear like a woman talk about like personal shit. And uh, so anyway, that's when I first saw. But then like Bill Hicks, I saw, and like when Google YouTube first started putting out everything as free videos, I was yeah. just tearing through things. Uh, now I don't watch any new comedy now because I just do it too much and I last thing I want to do is like go home and watch more comedy. Yeah. Uh other than unless somebody specifically says you should like Dave Chappelle, I watched that one, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that it was, was a good
0: one. Definitely
1: a good one. We yeah. were just talking about it last night. Yeah.
2: And it felt like being at a club too. It didn't feel like some performance yeah. or something. Like it well, just that's, felt like a good time. That's
1: Chappelle, definitely. Like that's I think he... He's so accustomed to because he's been doing it since what he was like 15, 14. Cr- yeah, like, <laughs> like, so th- no wonder he's on at the age street. You. Yeah, he was out like, hat just, in hand, yeah. just doing comedy. Just,
2: <laughs> I like to think I have balls, I don't have that kind of balls. Yeah, <laughs> no, not at 14. Yeah, I would have been crying. <laughs> yeah. They would have just been giving me money because I was crying. <laughs>
1: Poor kid. Here you go. Yeah, <laughs> get yourself a toy.
0: So, uh, on our recent episode with Dan, um. We had a pretty good conversation uh, around the idea of comedy being an art form. Uh, he had kind of a humbling view on it. Uh, Not Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I know it surprised all of us. <laughs> um, he blames
2: himself for the Holocaust. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> he carries a big cross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but...
0: um. It was it was interesting to see because a lot of the parallels he described, or a lot of the pieces of the process he described, parallel the process of an artist. You know, coming up with an idea, and then the denial and rejection of it for a while, and then deciding to to go with it and run with it and develop it into into something. You know, um, we talked with some painters and writers, and and the process seems to be really similar. Um, you kind of want to. Give us your take on on comedy as an art form. Uh,
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're spot on by saying any art form is the, well, anything you do is a process of getting down a few mechanical basics and then applying yourself to it so that it becomes, like, a unique thing. You know, like, every every comic's got to find their way to write, and uh, even that's part of the thing, too. Like, there's such, at first, when you first start doing comedy, you just got to start where you're not panicking on stage and, what you vaguely think is a joke you know uh-huh. now moving forward i have a better idea of what i could write something on paper that is probably a joke whether sure. or not it's a great at the beginning i wasn't even sure yeah i was just writing down words right so there's that's a weird maybe part of art too that you have to take this weird i don't know if i'm answering the question but no you, you are, have to you totally take are. this weird lip uh, leap where you're just putting paint on a paintbrush at some point like i've never done visual arts i have no idea and then you just got to start doing it and then all of a sudden you make these leaps you never even thought you were going to be able to do
0: right i always say it like uh, you have to be comfortable in knowing your medium and your surroundings right and and once you go there then then you can do whatever you can think of yeah well and and
2: you either have to not be afraid of the judgment or just accept that you are going to be afraid of it uh-huh. That's a big thing for me too. Like at some point, I was just like, eh, I don't really care if you don't like what I'm doing. Yeah. Like people have handed me checks. So, you yeah, right. You know, I don't care. Yeah, right. It's working yeah. for me. And, yeah. and you
0: have to make it about you, right? You can't make it about somebody else. It's not going to be genuine. It's not going to be, there's not going to be passion behind it. It's not going to be, you know. It's not gonna be influenced or inspired by you.
2: Unless you're really, really good looking. And <laughs> <laughs> just ride Which, that as That soon opens you a can. lot of doors for you. <laughs> I was, there's
1: and you see that though. There are there are musicians, there are actors, there are, like that just have that quality about them. They don't actually have like as far as their skill set goes the other way, it's not as impress- impressive as uh as say your average Joe. Right. You know, like Steve Buscemi is an amazing actor, but look at the guy. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, right, you, you got to be real about whether you got to bring something else to the table. Yeah, or
0: not.
2: yeah. Well, that's what's nice about comedy too is it's a pass fail thing. If people are laughing, you're doing something right, and you got to bring. Yeah, whatever you have. Like Sean Patrick Moore can get away with stuff because of who he is. Oh I yeah. I would never be able to say. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Never. So it makes me so jealous. But it just is what it is. You got to use what you're working with. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to use the tools you got and then and like we were talking about, you know, kind of add to your arsenal, your toolbox and and just go with it. And and along the way you're going to pick up more
1: and more things to use. Like for for joke writing, it's 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 such a different process cuz I recently been trying to to get more into just doing the stand-up part of it and uh it's a totally different way of going at it than when I go at it for a song. Um what during your process what what kind of things uh do you think stand out to you as different from other people that do this same thing
2: oh uh i guess i don't i don't know what other people are doing i just for a while i maybe that i'm only i don't have any notebooks anymore i don't think i go only digital digital yeah I, i used to have notebooks everywhere but i used to have like a beautiful mind crazy person like envelopes of random slips and papers and all that and and now yeah, I just went all Google and I'll just do voice to text, talk into it. It gets me close enough that I can now remember when I get home. That's awesome. What I'm that's to uh, think of
0: and- Isn't it pretty crazy the technology available to us now? I was thinking about that. Could you imagine going through this world crisis like we are without the technology we have now? Oh, It'd be a yeah. way different game. But that's cool. That's a cool it's cool that you do that. I, I know like I use my laptop quite a bit uh, to hammer a lot of writing, but I always carry a notebook and a pen around still. I don't know, something about having a hard copy just works I for me, it, you yeah. know?
2: I used to sit in the library just with a, a yellow pad and just write for... I actually have a much better answer to that question. I've been setting my alarm for like 5 a.m. every single day and sitting up at the computer every fucking day. Oh, that's awesome. Regardless. Good for you. It's somebody's like, oh, you're a morning person? Like, no, it sucks. I want to be up. Like my pets are bothering me to eat early (laughs) and everything is horrible. But it's
0: like being uh, a fit in a fitness, right? Like you don't necessarily want to go through it, but you are committed to to getting better and 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 leveling up and and achieving more so you force yourself to do it and i think that routine that strengthens you mentally and as a writer and and it it gives you different perspectives to bring to the table
2: yeah and you can always edit even if you have no new ideas you can always go over your old stuff and edit it
1: that's awesome and reworking some of your old stuff because i mean there's stuff that you might get that like like, oh, this is garbage! No one laughed at it, but it'll come up later. Mm-hmm. Or you like, can oh, execute hey. it better Yeah. you
2: could before. I found some old tick material that I've recently. That
1: what... I forgot <laughs> <about>. <laughs> and, and and ticks are something very relatable here in the Midwest. Hey, you know, like very... that. So something like that is.
2: They just passed a law mandatory tick information pamphlets at the <laughs> state park stations.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So uh, do you have any like you were talking before about like you know either. You connect really well with the crowd, or sometimes you you crash and burn. You have any like specific times where you uh had a crash and burn experience that was real tough to choke down, uh, but helped you grow and kind of learn and move forward from that point?
2: Uh, well, the worst thing ever is bombing, and then your friend does well, and then you have like a five-hour drive back where he <laughs> wants to celebrate and you want to <laughs> hate life. <laughs> uh, I, man, I bombed a lot. I um wrong room before when I was just like crazy and dirty and trying to offend people like old ladies didn't want to hear it yeah and uh, i also used to get really humbled by venues thinking like the well, first time i did skyline uh-huh. i just shit the bed <laughs> so bad like i can't believe he ever brought me back <laughs> so and i was just like but the people are still just the same people that would be somewhere else right just they're in a different building there's no reason to like and they're there to see me uh-huh. You know, so yeah, so it's weird to let all like and then also you're terrified like they're coming to get you. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're looking for every imperfection.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's good though. That's good to be able to take that that feeling and that opportunity and grow from it and use it to your advantage. That's it, that's a smart way to go about it.
2: It broke at a weird bar show up north where the people paid seventeen fifty a piece to get in. It was packed. And nobody was paying attention. Th- they were all wasted. Just wasted. <laughs> I mean, it was so bad. And they were family, so it was like drunken family fighting going on oh, between no. little tables. <laughs> and it was like, but I was like, you paid me. I don't care. And then it just it broke in me. I was like, that's it. I no longer care. like, if you come to the show, I'm just going to do what I do. Yeah,
1: hell yeah. That's awesome. I know that one we did at the Outback was definitely, uh, that one- Surprised how? Yeah, out of that me. was the same weekend. That was. <laughs> so that, to- yeah, <laughs> yeah, The
2: next one was the Sean Patrick Moore drunken family reunion. That, okay, so that was- <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's nuts. I mean, and those are those are hard shows to do when you have like people are. And the thing, what when I showed up for that one, there was a band like up. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, what's this? Uh, you know, like, are we after the band? Or- I hear that
0: a lot. You know, when people are going to. To their comedy shows and they walk in and like nobody knows it's a comedy show. <laughs> well, I
2: just did uh I just hosted a drag show recently <laughs> and that was a bit disastrous. It was good overall, but at one point, so I did my material and everybody tolerated it, but they were not there to see me <laughs> yeah. at yeah. all. Yeah. So yep. I'm trying to keep it moving and I'm just like having a good time. And then all of a sudden they go, We need you to stall for 15 minutes. Oh man. Well, this is already 35 minutes into uh, Dancing Queen and The Little Mermaid where, like, <laughs> girls were hugging each other, arms in the air and stuff. Like, they do not want to hear my material about, like, bowling now. Like, so I'm dying up there. Like, I'm trying to do material a little bit. I'm trying to talk. to. So next time I'm just going Ryan Seacrest mode. I'm just talking to the audience. Yeah, yep, just no all, material. All crowd work. Uh, yeah. you, do, you
1: do well with that because I know at, the, at that Outback show... You you do your you were doing your routine, and then you'd, you'd start kind of barking someone down, and that's when you were getting reactions. That's all they wanted me yeah, to do was is, rip on them. Yeah. Like, so then you did. You just started ripping on them, and it started going really well. People actually. like that. It was, yeah.
0: It's that sense of inclusion, right? Like, yeah. It's
2: great if I had, like, a green room I could go to because afterwards I'm trying to hang out at the bar, and, and everybody's like, yeah. are you mad at me? Like, <laughs> no, you were just talking, and I yelled at, you know, like, what do you want from me? Like, you wanted that. You asked for it. I blame the victim there. <laughs>
0: I feel like you're one of the you're one of the better ones about approaching people, calling them out for, uh, you know, uh, just the disrespect and like you know talking during a show and a set. I yeah. get
2: genuinely mad because <laughs> I feel like they're bullying people. Sure. And yeah. like and then that's what really gets me fired. Like at first I'm like oh, I'm gonna say something and it's gonna be cute, whatever. And then like I see one of my friends dying because this guy. Is talking on, and it makes me it genuinely makes me mad. Like if it was legal I would punch him. Yeah. Like if I do so but I am legally allowed to yell at him on the microphone. Yeah, it's right. the only time you can, you know, I can't bring a megaphone and just yell at my neighbor, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's i will awesome. look into that.
0: Yeah,
1: it might you know, might be a fun Saturday. <laughs> 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 so uh Lee did that whole uh documentary on the local scene and oh. everything. That I was- <laughs> cancelled all my Viagra
2: subscriptions. That's what-
1: <laughs> it's, it was amazing. He did a good job with it. I think he Yeah, ended, it was really well put together. Yeah. I, and it, it showed a little blip of the local scene that he was able to capture. And I, I thought it was so cool to even kind of come in at the ass end of that and see that, like some of this stuff unfolding. Because I've only been doing this, not even a year yet. But uh, it was really cool to see him be passionate about that, and to see this followed through. Never
2: in a million, <laughs> I would have met the house that
1: that footage was gone in <laughs> a, a Lee
2: Marshall it's um, this vault somewhere. Th- yeah, you know, I mean, who knows? Buried in a I never. And let me tell you, it's a wonderful look your girlfriend gives you when. Yeah, like, I'm in the kitchen doing something, and she just pulls up a biography basically about her boyfriend. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> also, I hear my voice. I did not. He didn't tell me it was going to be released. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to be the opening for it. No idea. But That was genius. Oh. Like, the,
1: seriously, like, the way he did that. Like, I almost got banned I,
2: from that uh, venue for that.
0: <laughs> I, I, that I was, was, like, I, remember, I didn't strike. make it
1: that week. That, I, remember, I remember hearing about it, like, the week after. But you – uh yeah. That's it. for for those of you that don't haven't seen it yet, check out uh Lee Marshall. It's uh what the hell's the Fools name? Of the Fox Fools Valley. of the Fox Valley. It's yep. on YouTube. YouTube, oh, yeah. yep. If you
2: google so, it it comes right up actually. Yep. I
1: mean, no. And uh just amazing job. So I had
2: I had what so everybody was just dying cuz it's comics playing for comics. And then I looked up ways to jazz up a presentation because I was hosting <laughs> while somebody was up there bombing. And then I just read the list, and then it said like do something dramatic. So I just dropped my pants, and I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And I was turned around, I was cupping everything. It was like
0: you know, it was like Cinemax.
2: It was fine.
0: <laughs> See, how could you not? How could you not appreciate that level of commitment, even if you're not a comic, like? That is somebody making an attempt, like committed to making people
2: laugh. Yeah, there was a bar. There wasn't kids there. It was fine.
0: Right, exactly.
2: (laughs) There's a strip club
1: literally across the street. Okay, that has been there
0: for decades. (laughs) Touche.
1: So, uh, what's your position kind of on where the local comedy scene is currently, uh, as well as where it kind of came from? Because you got to see see the comedy quarter days and like. that wasn't open for too long, but it was a few years there. Yeah, I
2: didn't start comedy though until the end. So it the was, end was of, like yeah. maybe three months in, and it closed. Yeah. So that base, and then that was it. There was nothing. Okay. There was there was Cranes Butters, infamous, <laughs> crazy shows. And yeah. I'm, honestly, God, I'm not. I, I'm very grateful for all those shows. Yeah, well, he actually takes pride, I think, and you can look up nightmare gigs and Cranes Butter shows will come up on like <laughs> blogs and stuff. <laughs> so, and they're all like they're one, there's like a virtual golfing venue that he does. And yeah, hey, they're great. Got some cash in your pocket, their but shows, see, that's or, like
0: that's the ember, right? That the, the yeah. ember that's yeah. that, that you get fire from eventually.
2: Absolutely, I host one ICU. It's just a nightmare show like that that's, for everybody. <laughs> we all have a good time, but it's it's rough.
0: You're a pretty active part in in helping produce the shows in the area and uh, and getting people set up and all all the logistics of it all. Um and you have been for a while. What's that? What's that journey been kind of like for you?
2: It's it's purely selfish motivations. It's just the same as like doing boxing or anything. Like you need sparring partners. Like you need people yeah. to perform. I can't do an hour, you know. Sorry, so right. I need other people to do comedy. So as soon as I see somebody, I'm like, yeah. And you're pretty sane, and you have like a car. Yeah. <laughs> It used to be a lot more crazy. Are there still some crazy people? But I remember, like, you couldn't order food, or right? Like, 10 comics would, like, try to take your cheese curds. Because like, none of them had jobs. But, so that's nice. There's, like, more normal people now. It's not, like, just an out, like, misfits.
1: Or it's, like, functional misfits. <laughs> just, just far enough ahead in life. Yeah, to, yeah maybe I'm st- just older, too. And it's it's
2: like, <laughs> like, well, yeah. I... It's a good place, and uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of people, and the comedy club's going good. Comedy, I think, obviously, Nationwide is going really good right now, so that just trickles down. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's always it been it's up and down. It's been nice to see a lot more support, a lot more people taking interest in it, and a lot more uh, outlets and venues for it to happen at, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, especially locally. You see people actually like, s- starting businesses and stuff based around putting on comedy shows here in the area, you know, and like that, it's, it's cool to see stuff like that. It shows a growing scene. It shows something that's still fragile yet. And I see that kind of being involved in it, but like in the same breath, that's any, anything, any like, uh, your, your music kind of scene, your art scene, all that stuff. I'm right, it always in starts small
0: and then has to grow into something bigger. Yeah. For sure. And, and you know, a big part of it is the, the commitment of people like you and others that have been, and cranes that have been producing shows and, and not letting it go. You know, it would be so easy to just put it to the wayside.
2: Oh, believe me. Thought about that a lot. Yeah. The, the, besides just comics, too. like So I, I book shows basically just to get the bare minimum stage time. As soon as I get, like, as soon as somebody says, hey, Tyler, I can fill your schedule, I am done booking shows. That's like I only do it to get stage time. But there's also people like uh, Backlot, Green Room, uh, Lyle with Fox Valley Comedy that are like these producers that are actually putting together stuff. Like, that's an important component, too, I think, that, I don't know. So any of those people out there, if you like hanging posters up, yeah <laughs>
1: start running shows there's money yeah. there yeah. too I mean, yeah, well, totally that's the thing, really and that's what uh, like I tickets. say it shows you that that it's capable of being and if someone's got the motivation, do it like and now's the time because it's amazing to me how many uh how many venues are are willing now to even give comedy a shot like for bar shows and stuff wherever. And uh, t- to have actual ticketed events instead of just being, like, live entertainment there. And it ends up, like, I did this show in uh, Two Rivers, which was, uh, Crane's put me on with uh, Rob Brackenridge. And it was, that's actually funny because I talked about axe throwing before, and at this place they had axe throwing. That's the first time I'd ever really seen it at a bar. Cause it was <laughs> Like I go into the bathroom and I see something about like axe throwing leagues. I'm like, oh, that seems like a real good idea. Let's get drunk and throw axes, you know.
0: Tonight only comedy and That's axe, like axe
1: throwing. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <right>. You <laughs> should do the
2: crossbows with the podcast. That's what they
1: <laughs> yeah, I um, you I can really order think
2: a, a crossbow. I'm sorry, you can order a crossbow from Amazon Prime tomorrow. I just want. I have a crossbow actually. <laughs> I already. Like,
1: it's I want it at uh, um, Ducks Unlimited. Uh, I'll have one tomorrow. <laughs> I freaking yeah. <laughs> if you and if you if you've never been to like a Ducks Unlimited dinner, it's so worth it. Nice. It, it like you and you, there's there's raffles and stuff. And I just I I spent maybe like forty bucks on like basket raffles and shit like that. And I ended up winning a crossbow. I won uh, um, a stand, uh, like a what do you call it? Uh, climber stand. And uh, stand? yeah, I stand. am too cowardly but, like, for that, man. I used I, one I, last year. I can't I sold do it. Mine. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah, I, I sold it. There's no way. But um, I I got like like this whole whole bunch of shit. Like it was just insane. And uh, like if you have a kid and stuff and sign them up, they uh, they get a gun. Like they just give these kids guns. Like perfect. gun and get them started it young. Around. But it's cool, man. Like it's it really is. Like that's even like yesterday, hanging out in the studio, like. We hear gunshots from quite near the house, I feel like. That was not me. No. But uh, I went and I I grabbed my gun and uh, kept it near me. It's one of those things you just feel comfortable with that. How did we get on this? But uh, and, <laughs> sure like, but on. like this is my household, this is my yard, I can do whatever the hell I want. Everyone's everyone's no, like, gonna sit back and let Ross <laughs> just, run with it. Yeah, which <laughs> is what you did yesterday, and you looked at me like I was bugging out, man.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: like.
2: do you know do you know a lot about shotguns What's for the, turkeys? Um, no. Can you take the duck plug out of my shotgun?
1: Um, I wonder how. I, I'm sure you could. YouTube. And oh yeah, no, I was just
2: like, if you knew and if you were I like knew. gonna like <laughs> flip it around like Metal Jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I'll just watch some redneck do it on YouTube. That's and I'll it out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny.
1: No, I. Uh... It's
2: the same as open mics, man. I was like, if that guy can do it. That's what <laughs> exactly I right. I'm, uh, besides electricity, I'll try just about everything else. Like,
1: That's
0: how I am as far as mechanic, like being a mechanic goes. I watch YouTube if this guy can do it. Yeah. I mean, it usually takes me like considerably more time than it takes him, but you know, I I get it done. <laughs> yeah.
1: No and that's what's beautiful about like that. I, there's so many things like working on cars and everything that like YouTube has been such a crucial part to uh to what I what I use for um for resource. I, I don't look at uh I don't look at this is all getting cut out. I'm telling you right now. But uh, I I utilize it as a resource quite a bit when it comes to, like, vehicles, when it comes to working on anything, even at work when I'm – because I'm a a millwright. I work on mechanical aspects of machines. So there's a lot of times I'm diving into stuff that I have never seen before. And uh, YouTube, man, it's amazing. Like, I, I learned how to TIG weld basically using YouTube. Which I'm not a very good Tig welder at all, but all right. So uh, let's get back on <laughs> track <right>. here. <laughs> all right, all uh, right. right. That's-,
2: that's this huge corporate liability right. I just listed. Part <laughs> of my job on YouTube, buddy. <laughs>
0: well, uh,
1: what kind of stuff makes you laugh?
2: Um, awkward stuff, like um, uh, what's the like those prank shows where people have to. Like go and do awkward things In front of people yeah. Oh like yeah. old grandpa Or bad grandpa Yeah like the, socially yeah, weird I cannot As much as I I come up with those ideas too And I just can't bring myself To do them <laughs> like uh oh, I'd have to like go find like Mean people to pull pranks on or something. <laughs> I can't go mess with an old lady I did when I was a kid
0: It is It's really funny to watch People's reactions though One that's
1: oh, I, I feel it. like a lot of like a lot of uh, stuff. Once again, YouTube. You, you go on there and you see a lot of these reaction videos. You see a lot of these, and these are what get your big hits. Like are the stuff that uh, it's just genuine. It's it's actual. Yeah, right. Re- like some guy going and like they have it set up theatrically where he karate chops this like sports bike and it falls in half, <laughs> and, and like just just filming people going like, "Whoa, holy shit!" you yeah. know, like it's, yeah, it it's is funny. It's, like it is. Yeah, yeah, right.
0: Because people are in, like. They're they're into it. They're invested in that, and they think you know it's real. It, it is. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's really funny. Plus, people watching is funny too. Yeah. Um, Sean and I used to go back when we were roommates. We used to go like to the mall and we'd sit up on the second story with notebooks and just. We zero in and choose one person, and then write a backstory about him. Nice.
1: <laughs> so we were like, you know, we wanted to do a lot of filming, like developing characters and stuff like that. Well, yeah, and that's that's a good way of working on that skill, and and you know, um, kind of wiring your mind to think that way constantly and, and thinking observing about how like people are interacting and like acting and reacting to each other. You know, well, it's a lot to do with you. You look at, uh, and it's funny you mentioned. You're doing it at the mall, you look at the movie Mall Rats by Kevin Smith. What's the majority of that J- jabbering between people right and it's a, it's genuine conversation, Some of them are off the wall, but like it's just like it's things that come up you know and like, yeah. it it just amazes me to see kinda like the how how a person can write out dialogue like that and an actor can take it and make it seem just like oh. This is what's happening, and there was just a camera there. Right, make it like
0: so important. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like make it so much more important than it is. Well, Kinda and that's like,
1: Kevin Kevin Smith notorious for that. So right. like, a lot of the comic book stuff, which is why he's so big in the comic book. Right. World. Well, and
0: it's nice because, as, as a viewer, like you, you get sucked in. You get invested to it, and,
1: and you're following the storyline all of a sudden. Yeah. You know? So what kind of comedy movies did you get into like growing up?
2: Oh, I was, I was Adam Sandler all the way. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, definitely I classics. liked Weird Al a lot. Weird Al Weird Al was the first oh, concert man. I How ever went to. Where at? Uh, Oneida. I, I was at that show, <laughs>
0: man. But <laughs> mom came was out so... in the fat suit. It's... <laughs> oh, it's great.
2: My mom was such a badass, she could only afford a ticket for me and my cousin, so she sat in the van for like four hours. Oh, so man, that's like a trooper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> How old were you when that was?
2: Oh, man, yeah, I mean- well before I could drive, yeah. so yeah, thirteen probably. Right on. Yeah,
1: that's how, <laughs> that's how
2: cool I was. I've never
1: got a chance to see him live yet, but that's definitely on my bucket list. I hear they're amazing. He does a lot of costume changes and stuff, and I mean, some of his more recent stuff amazing. Like it just blows me away with Weird Al, like how how he had, uh, um, what is it now, uh, riding dirty, but he did white and dirty, <laughs> like, and I, I mean, that's already dating you- myself a little bit because that was. <laughs> I'm trying to think how many years ago. One of so- my
0: favorites is "Stuck in the Drive Through." Have you seen that? It's like a 10 minutes. No, it's I- a parody of an R. Kelly oh, song. Stuck I'm in the Closet. Look that up oh my god! And it's right. animated. It. The lyrics themselves are funny, but when you add the animation and like see it in front of you, it's fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're gonna love it. It's that's worth awesome. it. He, I, his, and what people don't really realize about him is more than half of his stuff is originals. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got a lot like weasel stomping days. Yeah, like that. I
0: remember being real young and getting the album with that was it looked like uh, Jurassic Park. I don't oh, remember yeah. what it was called, but I remember that album cover for sure.
1: Yeah, the album covers are definitely like, and that's back when you actually got physical copies of stuff. Now everything's right. bought digitally, right? Like you don't get, you know, and, and, and like you look back at like I actual like vinyl. Like you had that much bigger of a... Yeah. Of a... Piece to like make with that. Right. There's some, some artistic as hell. Yeah, album art. album art. Some
0: really cool and concepts. And that's
1: coming back around. I think some of that. Well, I mean, with a niche crowd that drinks IPAs and. <laughs> yeah, I
2: gave up. I got rid of everything. Yeah, I'm
1: digital only.
2: I like. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not no audio master. Anyways, I'm just trying to put some music on. Yeah. So it's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right on. I get it. If you get into it, that's cool. But I don't got the time for that. I'm a grown adult. I have bills to pay.
1: Yeah. Right. yeah. Yep. Well, it's it's big safe uh, space saver so um you've heard of tiny homes and stuff i'm sure yeah um uh, a series uh, i think it's on netflix it's it's really good um i i i got in my binge watching of that and uh it got me in that mode of thinking that way like oh what can i do to minimalize things in my life like live a minimalist but like a middle a minimalist american like which is kind of an oxymoron <laughs> but <laughs> like, yeah, I
2: mean I, I live in a house but I just pretend like I'm always at camp.
1: Yeah. Like <laughs>
2: you know, that's really what I'm doing. Like I have no like next to my door is a raincoat and some boots because i 'cause I'm gonna go out in the rain. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I've got Yeah. You know, I've got a cast iron pan on my stove at all times that I'm throwing in the oven. So that's where I'm living. Yeah, know, hell yeah. Well, keep it simple, right? Yeah, like yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people that have like a house and then like have a whole cabin that costs like a hundred thousand dollars.
1: And yeah. then they go to it once a weekend. Like, well just make your house that. Yeah. Right? Right? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah.
2: Only two. <laughs> so your grandma can come over and be happy for one Easter a year. That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> So uh you were talking uh a little bit before before we got recording about. Uh, Ooh, that was good. I heard that really good. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a, soothing a great soundboard, you guys. Have. That's a soothing sound. I like that. <laughs> that locally sourced CBD. Oh, you got
2: an accordion here. Speaking of weird, yeah. All
1: that right. it's uh that was my uncle's accordion. Um, he uh something's something's busted in it, but he used to bring that to like Christmas and stuff and play it and sing songs.
2: Yeah, dude. Plus, you get a monkey and everything. It's a whole yeah <laughs> yeah it's
1: <laughs> one it, like to be and i remember thinking that like I, I have this small little toy accordion and you might see it come up in something soon um but uh just thought about like the accordion comedy and right away it's like well it's weird out you can't you know what i mean it's already a tap market that's been done and do you guys like, know, know little
0: dicky at all have you heard of him? He's that rapper Yeah
1: Yeah I saw that video with him Arguing with his brain or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like 10 Like 15 minutes I uh, yeah. Really long He's got
0: some funny stuff Some yeah. original stuff There's a, a video he does With this uh, rapper Who just He became big after the video But they went around Beverly Hills uh, Just knocking on doors And being like Hey, we're trying to make a music video nice. with zero budget. Can we use your house? You know? And some people were really cool about it and some people were not cool about it at all. Yeah,
2: fuck yeah, I'd let somebody do that. <coughs> yeah. Don't, don't come to my house, but That's- I would let somebody
0: do that. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: So uh talking about his video. Yeah, you were you were talking about the Wisco show before, like I said, before we were recording, and uh let's touch on that. Like what what exactly is the Wisco show and what what uh you're kind of branching off of that and doing uh your own little things, like yeah, little- I mean, I guess
2: it's technically on hiatus, it's just one of those things of like being in a band where people just have lives and yep. we can't get together as often as we want to make the videos, and he lives in Madison. So it's a it's a comedy news show. Uh, Wisco show is slash was. I mean, we we hug each other when it's not virus time. That's right. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, so I just started doing the same thing basically, but just in my house. Yeah. And I don't have kids, so I can just set things up in the corner. Yep. And I just <coughs> flip a switch. So yeah, cover a lot. Always a wonky news. This coronavirus is killing me, though. Good luck finding anything going on that's not coronavirus-related. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do, just give death numbers every yeah, day? Like, <laughs> you know, was, yeah. So. Well,
1: and, that's, <laughs> and that is. That's what that's what's all over the news right now. And it, it gets to a point where people are getting sick of it. And that's what we're trying to offer kind of with this and with the digital. Like, something else to listen to that isn't, isn't completely, like, focused around it. And uh, f- thinking ahead, too, there's. Things are gonna come around, you know. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go back to having shows at clubs again. We're gonna go back to this stuff, and we'll be there to kind of talk talk about in the future what's coming up. Hopefully, soon, sooner than later.
2: Yeah, no, don't look to comedy to soothe your. Like go to a therapist That actually knows What's going on Okay Like You should get Once you're done The therapy Then you can go To the comedy club All right, (laughs) We're not qualified People say that That's so crazy I think when people Are like Oh comedy Is like healing And they're the speakers For like They don't know They're just guessing And making jokes man Like maybe somebody If he was like A doctor And then became a comic (laughs) Yeah, he might have some good ideas. Yeah, there's or not a not much maybe. I don't comedy, know. you know?
0: No, yeah.
2: I'm here to make fun of all the dumb shit you do. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: What other kind of stuff do you do?
2: Um, everything in the woods, hunt, fish, gather mushrooms.
0: Would you consider yourself a woodsman or an outdoorsman?
2: Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> or. Um, <laughs> I guess I would consider myself... An outdoorsman, then, because I feel comfortable on a lake, I guess, too. Okay. All right. But, uh, <laughs> awesome. Babe. I like being in the woods. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. So, awesome. any Very anything cool. related to that? I do a lot of cooking, baking, butchery. I have a worm farm in my basement. Oh, shit. Yeah. They just had babies. It's real creepy. That's wow. right. There's a lot of them. I'm going to have to expand or get Weird. rid of some worms. <laughs>
0: That's cool though. Yeah, no. So you sell bait in the summer though. You know,
2: if I have Googled it, I haven't. I, this is the first time I grew the worms over the winter because they were all on sale. So I just put them in my basement. Really. And uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. You can't do earthworms because they have to be really cold. Because they live. You have to get red Canadian wrigglers
0: or something, yeah, yeah, okay. whatever. I got.
2: I've I seen know. those around. But, here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wild
1: yeah the, um is there anything like while while you're doing these do you feel like it's when inspiration kind of comes to you for some of your your jokes and everything
2: um yeah i mean it's it's becoming that now more and more i'm finding a way to turn it into. at first i wasn't really writing about myself as my i don't know maybe i was but regardless more and more now i'm finding ways to turn it into comedy yeah and in especially videos it's really easy to do some of that at home and film it and with a phone. I mean I can pump out a video in under a half hour. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Five, ten minutes, like I just did one on ticks. Pretty easy to do a bunch of funny stuff about ticks if you just you know, it's not master class, nothing, but it's content. Yeah. And it gets people to see it. I've even had comics like try to like well, dude, why do you post so much? I'm like, Well you're seeing it. Yeah. Like, you don't right. have to you know, like I'm not looking at your stuff. You're looking at mine. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. don't look at it. I don't care if you don't like it. It's not even for you. Like right. unless you're buying tickets. Yeah. Like, I want So my whole goal, too, is to get just enough internet presence to be able to, like, book a show anywhere. Yeah. Like, oh, I want to go camping here. I can book a show at XYZ Bar, tell the people we show up, we have a good time. There you go. That's cool. That would be cool. That's kind of the mission for this year.
0: So are your stuffs available on YouTube?
2: Yeah, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. I try to post it to everything. It's all open. No ads. I have an Amazon wish list. Buy me bug spray. (laughs) Send it to my house. That's all I do. I don't do any Patreon or nothing. So I don't want to be beholden to anybody or like get stuck doing a show that I don't want to do anymore. Because I I can just keep it fluid and free, and I have a job that pays my bills. So
1: yeah, awesome. Why Why do you continue to do it? Like, what motivates you to continue doing comedy?
2: Well, I've already jumped off the cliff now. Like at 34. I put a lot into this. Like, yeah. you know, I used to have a job as a cover band, like I was saying earlier, and like as a chef I used to manage a kitchen or like a bar manager. And I gave all that up 'cause it was like too it was conflicting with shows. So now for the last five years I've been living low lifestyle. So yeah. now, you know, like day to go back to anything else I was too like I have to make comedy work now. Right.
0: So. it seems like you found a really good rhythm though that works for you. Uh, and balance with everything, you know. Yeah. with I your believe lifestyle. in my process for sure. Yeah.
2: Like I, but I think that being said, just like fishing or anything, that's like a little bit of luck is still involved. Yeah. And you could just not make it. Yep. You could just yeah. never click for whatever reason, or maybe like 25 years from now you click. Well, that doesn't do me any good. <laughs> that's not what I, I want to click now, so yeah. I can not have to work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right well, on.
1: And you, and you see that though with with a lot of things like there there are certain uh, even even bands that didn't click or clicked even back then and then came back around and are making a big comeback. Look at um uh the rain down in Africa. Toto, Toto. <laughs> I mean, I saw who, that. Who would have who would have thought?
0: Like that, that,
1: that song when it came around. Well, I, think, I think the Weezer like, cover helped. Yeah, I yeah. I has been playing
2: in my house the whole time. I don't know it's, what comeback. Yeah, well, and that's, and that's the thing. I've always
1: loved that song because you listen to it. There's so much going on. Like, <laughs> like so much going on. Ross has had a few moments with that, uh, so yeah. like, uh, know, of that Yeah. Uh, I know. revelations. Yeah, right? Like just sitting there with that song on in the background, like, oh my God. It's mm-hmm. like coming to Jesus moment, you know? Just whipping himself. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> You guys looking through my window? Letting his dog. <laughs> We've all been there, man. Letting his dog lick his tongue. Like weirdo. I don't even have a dog <laughs> anymore. I, I just watch other people's. So if you're uh, looking for anybody to watch your dog, uh, Ross's uh, dog sitting. Oh, go over. I, I dog sit. I've on only rover. had one run away from me in like. Stayed away for about a solid week. That's right. The first week I started getting into comedy too. <laughs> a week is
2: a long time. i had been crying a lot. Like a well, and that eight. was it. Was my my parents' <laughs> dog? I knew where she
1: was. Well, she I was, was like, back ah, on the slum Yeah like, she was sort of running back and forth on the slew. Just and she was taunting me. Yeah, just mm-hmm. mad because my mom had left. So I'd go back there and, like, try to coax her up, but she'd just take off. And, like, the slew, think of all the sniffs back there, man. Mm. You like, just got to do, like,
2: Jaws and get, like, a chicken and a grappling hook. Yeah, right? Like just, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, so we had, like, all of Nina looking for this dog because I posted it on Facebook. And, like, I've, uh this chick on there just took took off with it and it was quite the experience but at the same time like i was like so I was every night of the week i was doing that except uh like i started writing uh the hell was it now oh a tinder date i knew
2: I, nothing of this <laughs> <laughs> how did you feel keep like this you silent would, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's I had to cry when Sean's ass-eating girlfriend left. I had, to li- I had to hold Sean when he was crying when his ass-eating girlfriend left him. And <laughs> this is a dog we're talking about. I have some
0: serious shit.
1: Well, and it was we we were able to get her the, uh, the day before my parents came back. But that was like I started playing recordings of my mom's voice to try to like, <laughs> know, like see. That's what we were that's talking great. about: podcasts for dogs. Yeah.
0: We're a very dog-centric, focused show. Yeah, here. well, everyone
1: loves dogs. I mean, it's, I don't even own dogs, but like I said, I'll I'll watch your dog. Just bring it on over. Is well, this supposed
2: to be a clean show, by the way? No. no. Okay. That's fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: had, uh, the first episode was kind of, it was funny because I think I was the first one to drop an F-bomb. Yeah, and then he
0: dropped like five of them in a in row. In a row. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it held like, out the whole show pretty it's good. He's got really gratuitous with the fact oh. that we're not trying to be a clean show yeah. i always
2: got tripped up calling my with now nah, ex-girlfriend but i kept calling it the previous ex-girlfriend's name and then she <laughs> oh, got no. so mad at me that it got stuck in my head and i did it like six times oh. in a row <laughs> and we were deep woods camping oh so we're no. like it, oh it was the worst it was the worst and we were like we're gonna be like healthy this week so we're not gonna bring any booze like i never wanted whiskey more in my life <laughs> <laughs> oh she was so mad oh man
0: that's rough.
2: I Forgot about that. Yeah, was yeah, that's great. a big. Hole I'm to just climb carrying out of. paddles and and she's walking like a hundred yards in front of me on a trail, <laughs> and that's it. It's just us. There's nobody else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, that's the deep was- hole. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, you kind of touched on it already, but uh, where do you really envision you yourself going with comedy?
1: yeah uh the goal
2: actually Dave Chappelle said it that he he saw his parents working really poor um but working really hard as teachers, so he figured he could be poor and do comedy and that'd be worth it and that I took that to heart too, yeah, right the whole thing like as long as I can just be poor and do comedy, that's good enough
1: yeah that's great Hell yeah you know,
2: like I don't need i don't I would easily take that over having more money and working really at a shit job or at a mill I can't just I'm just a little too weird yeah I, no, I feel like that too, man. If you well, gave me a bunch of money and I had to work at a factory, it would be, like, cocaine in Vegas, and I'd lose my job anyways. It would be just a, it's a no-go.
1: One, I think, like, for for me, like, because I, I work a factory job, and, like, it is very soul-sucking, but doing this is a great outlet. And it actually, a lot of people have said that at work, too. They notice, like, I'm a very different person um, when I started actually getting up on stage. I think it's it is, like therapeutic for me in a way to get up and do it but in the same breath i think it's giving me something else to focus on other than the day-to-day life um beyond like something creative and i think all artists some kind of balance yeah definitely
2: it's easy i don't have anybody that depends on me either my dog can eat the same peanut butter sandwich i'm eating and we're right (laughs) i have no you know my girlfriend's very capable of having a job she doesn't need me either so it's like i could take more risk yeah, yeah,
0: that definitely got
2: helps. It, that's nice. Oh, and that's why I try to keep everything cheap. I'm not flying. You're not going to see me flying to Jamaica every winter. <laughs> that's so much money. Like, for that much money, you could just not work for a month. Right, like yeah. Instead, you're going for to get drunk in Jamaica instead of next door. Fuck, eat ticket, steak sandwiches at Grog's. You know, it's the same thing. Put money right? in a machine. And you paid all this? I don't get it. I don't you don't get, get
1: to hear the accents, though. Well, great.
2: That's I'll right. play it on YouTube, you know? <laughs> know. And, and masturbate to whatever you want. <laughs> Just put some Bob
1: Marley on. and On attend. the flip
2: side, though, that's the other thing I want to be able to do is travel for shows. And yeah. maybe not make money, but break even. Break even. You know? yeah. That'd be great. What's, yep. uh,
0: what's the farthest you've traveled so far?
2: Um, Upper Michigan, the very tip-top of that. And then south would be Chicago. All right. And awesome. East side, all over Wisconsin, every corner, pretty much.
0: Yeah? Is there any, like, uh, like highlights that, you know, like, ones that are just, like, shows that you've just hit a home run and, you uh, know, The uh,
2: Weekend with Sean Patrick Moore is a good one, and that's that's at a pizza parlor slash venue. It sounds bad, but it was great. <laughs> and a bowling alley, which also sounds bad, but was great. Right And on. it's, like, staying at hotels. Uh, it's fun for me still, you yeah know, I haven't burned out on it yet, it's still like a fun weekend, and yeah. come home with some cash in my pocket, right. right, and I don't drink it all the way. I actually have cash in my pocket <laughs> when I come home, uh yeah, I like being able to like I've been camping, like take my dog if it's like nice fall temperature where you can sit in the truck and it's just like a free le- it's like it feels like a, you're getting away with something yeah, like yeah right, yeah. like when the check clears, or you know or they, <laughs> like they they know your name when you show up at the hotel, it's a good <laughs> feeling every time
0: yeah, you. that's pretty cool, man. Uh, that definitely, it it makes it makes that commitment and that hard work really like pay off for you for yep. sure.
2: Casino show where I got so wasted. <laughs> and then you're like you're thinking at a hotel, you're hungover, no big deal, I'm gonna go down to the buffet, but at the casino, the elevator just opens in the casino. And at <laughs> six AM it's just as loud and bright <laughs> as at any time. So it's just death. Oh. <laughs>
0: That's tough. You got to, like, run the gauntlet yeah. to get to the prize.
2: Um, old people smoking between their oxygen machines. <laughs> Sadness. <laughs> Just sticking
1: their <laughs> social security in their yeah. machines. Sad. sad, sad places. Taking
0: mental notes, the That's whole, bad. like, miserable <laughs> crawl through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, I guess getting towards the end here, uh, what sort of advice do you, got, do you have to offer for young comics or anybody that might be thinking about giving a shot? Uh,
2: if I was giving it a shot, just do it I mean, it's not kickboxing you know, yeah. it's, You're not going to die You might be embarrassed by some people that you never see again That's the worst that could really happen Sure. Yeah. Uh, for young comics, just focus on writing And whatever that means for you If you're writing shows or you're writing stand-up Because like, if you get the skill of writing comedy down Then you can apply that to whatever you're doing You know, If I'm doing a, the digital show this week like It was easy for me because I've done a bunch of comedy writing yeah. to make like a little different thing yeah and that makes after, sense so and then and edit right every day even if you don't feel like it yeah just sit in front of the computer
0: yeah that's huge man you hear that from a lot of uh a lot of people that do it as their main source of income as a job you know and they, it is it takes that commitment to just buckle down and force yourself to do it do it over and over and get better at it
2: and, and once you're trying to get better don't just show up at an open mic show up with a plan like a yeah. lot of times, you got to pull an audible too. Like when the whole show is crazier than you thought it was going to be. But <laughs> at least show up to do something It's not just. It shouldn't just be a hangout. Right. Like it's fine to hang out places, but that's not really. You should do something.
0: Right. Yeah. I agree. Uh
2: what's going on this week? Should not be something. Yeah, you know, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah.
0: Right on. What do you, you got anything else, Ross?
1: Um. Just. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deep, uh, deep, deep well, on, I think you guys got a really thought. great thing going here. Yeah, you I mean, know, your chemistry I is like off
2: the
0: charts. <laughs> <I'd swear>. <laughs> <laughs> Ross said no, too I had, no, I really do. That's well, good. Was, r- Ross had too much CBD.
1: Yeah. <laughs> once oh. again, no, I'm just, I'm all of a sudden just felt sluggish. I don't even think it's the CBD. Do they sell You're CBD? Not do the do that I'm not gonna pass. Right? I'm not gonna pass out again. Oh, don't dude, worry. Had a seizure? I mean, after our first episode. Oh, I heard That was
0: Fucking nuts. Well, I better get out of here before that. Uh well I guess uh let's do a spot so you can uh put your social media stuff out there. You go ahead and uh, you know what do you, what do you got what platforms do you use? Every
2: everything is Tyler Satar, Facebook Tyler Satar, Instagram Tyler Satar. S-I-T-A-R? Yeah, S-I-T-A-R, like the instrument, yes. You too, S-I-T-A-R. There's another Todd Sitar on the East Coast. Shout out to him. He's a Marine. He's doing, like, actual cool stuff. Right on. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a bee farmer Sitar who is half Russian, half Chinese in Upper Michigan. Really? And I stayed at his Airbnb. When I did a comedy show up there, actually. Really? Yeah. And when I got there, he had two little jars of sitar honey for me. That's he awesome. He looked up my name before I got there. That's so awesome, dude. Yeah, But, yeah, so we find all that stuff, man, I just put up a lot of crap. Yeah, right, right on. Local videos, comedy about um, criminals, a lot of good criminal tales.
1: Hell, yeah. Yeah, it's a good watch. Check it out. Alright, well thank you guys for uh yeah, thanks listening. for sticking with
0: us, listening to episode three.
1: Yep, and um we'll get back at you for an episode number four. Later. Later. <laughs>